This is the Business Storytelling Show with Christoph Trapp. Name a top 20 storytelling podcast and a top 5% podcast globally. Christoph chats with thought leaders and experts to share tips and tricks that can help you tell your company's stories better to drive business results. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, live streamed on major social media channels, and part of the DB&A television network, available on most U.S. television sets and streaming on Roku and Amazon Fire. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Hello, everyone. It's Christoph Trapp, the authentic storyteller, uh, wrapping up in Madrid. Just spoke at the Digital uh, Expo, uh, Digital Enterprise Show here in Madrid. Gave a talk on change and how important it is to... Uh, not necessarily keep up with change, but but stay ahead of it, move forward with it, and um, make the best out of it for your business. So, um, of course, one way you can do that in content marketing is by using the Create Once, Publish Everywhere model, where you use every channel. So whether you use VR or podcasting or article writing, you really do them all, and then you just add things and you update your workflow to be uh, most efficient. But that's not the topic of today's uh, business storytelling podcast episode. Um, Today I want to talk about how do you best take notes or document uh, talks that you're listening to. So what's interesting is, and you can see this on the virtual reality video, I actually did a talk in Madrid, is every once in a while I change a slide or I have a slide up and the phones go up. Everybody takes a picture of the slides and I always wonder why where do those pictures go what's the point of the pictures Um, are they going to be tweeted are they going to is this an Instagrammable moment are they saving them are they going back later (coughs) and checking them so it's really interesting that that happens and of course some of them do actually get put on social media and they tag me so I can see that that is what happened but Um, Certainly, I don't see everyone posting them there. So that begs the question, what is actually the best way to keep notes? And I'm using the the terminology, keep notes, take notes, um, you know, in a broader sense here in in all the different channels that are available um, when you are listening to a talk. So let's walk through that uh, quickly here. Number one is, of course, the traditional way of just taking notes, longhand. I honestly, um, I'm not even sure that I have a pen and paper in my bag. So that usually doesn't work too well for me. Actually, I might have a pen and a paper just because I just checked out of a hotel in Madrid on my way home to to the Midwest of the U.S. Um, So I might have that just because I just got out of a hotel. But typically, I don't even carry pen and papers with me. Um, So, but... If you are that kind of person that takes notes longhand, might be worth it. Uh, might be worth trying. Um, and you know, as long as you go back. And what's interesting, I just—I'm uh, sitting here at the lounge at the airport, and as I was checking in, I said to the uh, to the, the agent if there's any upgrades available, and she went and checked her handwritten notes uh, on something, and then I got an upgrade because they had an equipment swap. I had premium economy. They bump me to business. Um, do certainly appreciate that. Um, but there's still a place for handwritten notes. So if you do that sort of thing, um, sounds good. 
the next step of course is to just take notes on your computer or iPad. I actually haven't had an iPad in a number of years um, or even your iPhone. I do take notes on my iPhone sometimes in the notes section. Um, so that's another idea how you can do that um, on, on your computer whether it's uh, OneDrive or OneNote or Keynote or not Keynote, um, Google Drive, whatever it might be or just a Word document for your internal purposes. Um, the next step is I've actually done uh, not live blogs but uh, blog post notes of sessions. So what that means is I would have my notes, I would write them up in a blog post and then I just publish them. And I certainly edit them to an extent but I didn't necessarily write a full story, I just published the notes from the session and then sometimes people read them and sometimes they didn't like like it goes with all kinds of content of course um, the next step is to use twitter as your note-taking service i'm a big big fan of this one and here's why there's a number there's actually a couple of reasons one is you're still taking notes you're listening for sound bites you're listening for things that you can share um, you know, in, in the 280 characters or less because you want to use the correct hashtag, tag the right people, that sort of thing. Um, I personally like that. Sometimes it's really easy for me to not go back and check my notes again, but that is certainly an option. Um, this is also a good um, reason why sometimes it's good to use specific hashtags. So, for example, if and this is a new idea. I just thought of that literally just right now. Um, so I used to make the case, and I still agree with this to an extent, that conferences shouldn't have the year in the hashtag. So for example, Content Marketing World's hashtag is always CM World. They never add the year. They even tell people not to when some people do. And then you have other conferences who do add the year. So like. HCIC 2019 or something like that. So there is an advantage to using the year because if you participated quite a bit, you can go back very easily and check that year's tweets. So that is actually an advantage. The other advantage, the other thing, I just thought of this, new idea, inbound, is that you can use your own tweet, your own hashtag, that then you can use to find your notes. So for example, let's say I, uh, I'm going to a bunch of conferences, right? So I just, I'm just leaving Madrid from Des Madrid um, and their hashtag is DES2019. So if I was doing a lot of live tweeting, I could use their hashtag and then I could use like CT Notes 2019 or CT Notes 05 um, certainly that's more to type, but who types hashtags? Copy and paste if you are doing a lot of live tweeting, you know, that's kind of how I usually do it. I just copy and paste them for each tweet, and then you can go back and find your notes. So that is actually something I should totally try and might even be worth its own blog post on AuthenticStorytelling.net. I have to think about that. I'm going to actually have to try it, see if that works, if I like it and then I'll report back. So since we're in May, that's why I was recommending CT5 2019. So those are all my notes and tweets from conferences in that month. And then you could do in June 6, 2019 or whatever, right? Or you could do the whole year, who cares? 
And then some people might wonder, what's CT 2019? But, but who cares? They'll, they'll get over it if they don't like it. Um, but it might be worth trying. So then, of course, another idea is some conferences do this. I was speaking at the Content Tech Summit in San Diego in um, April, I think or February, I don't remember what it was. It was sometime this year. And they ask everybody to submit their PowerPoints way early. And you know what, some speakers, they do it. They do their PowerPoint super late. I didn't even finalize my PowerPoint from Madrid until you know I was at the airport in, um, in Chicago or Philadelphia. And I was, I don't remember which airport I was sitting in when I sent it, but but, so that was super late, that was like Saturday, and I spoke on Tuesday, and now it's Wednesday, so. Um, but content, the Content Marketing Institute asked speakers to do that because they have found that attendees like to take notes. So apparently what, they, what some attendees do, they print out the PowerPoint slide deck, and then they make notes next to the slide. It, it actually makes sense because so you have slideshare.net and so slideshare.net forward slash ctrap is where I am on slideshare and people upload their their powerpoints on there and I've done that for years and I've actually had a good number of views every time they email me and say you have 10,000 views or 20,000 views or whatever I'm always like really people are looking at the powerpoints that you know I used in a presentation and but they do so there is a there is an important aspect to have somewhat decent and understandable PowerPoint slides. So, but anyway, uh, so I guess that makes sense. I am not a much of a printer person at all, so you would never get me to print anything before I go anywhere, and then it's going to get all crumbled up in my bag or whatever. I'm, you know, I'm a super tight packer, anyways. Um, minimal amount of bags. Um, usually they're they're packed to the max and when I have too many clothes so on this trip I have like two extra shirts uh, socks and maybe some other uh, clothing items that I didn't use so I overpacked I overpacked and I hate that because you know I could have um, traveled just slightly lighter or um, taken a different bag even though on a on a five-day trip or four-day trip to Europe um, there's really not many options to travel just with the backpack usually especially if you bring your laptop and, and those kind of things so um, those are the options that come to my mind on how on how you can do that um, regular note-taking on paper on your iPad iPhone or your computer in a Word document in a blog post you know you, you could even think about updating the blog post live um, why not, um, you know, and let people know. Once in a while, you send out a tweet. And then finally, um, the method of using Twitter to share your content and um, take notes. And, and a final note here, why Twitter is, is my favorite <coughs> is because it's also a marketing tool, right? I mean, I've had people come up to me and they say, you know, I meet them at the after party or whatever, and they'll say to me, I said, Christoph Trapp, blah, blah, blah. And they said, oh, I've been reading your tweets all day. So people are actually noticing when you talk a lot on social media, even if they're not responding. So there is a marketing value 
in that system and I would highly recommend it. Um, the next conferences that I am at are the Media Growth Summit. Um, that's for B2B um, content, creators, executives, others in the B2B space. It's coming up May 29th in Chicago. There's still time to register if you're listening to this before then. Um, certainly I'm publishing a week ahead of, almost a week ahead of it. Uh, use Activate 19 to get, I think it was $100 off. And then after that one, I'll be at the uh, Architectural AIA Conference in Las Vegas, covering that for buildings.com. So if you're around, I'm probably not going to be going to very many sessions at that conference because I have meetings um, with vendors and, and partners and to see what's new in the industry. And then after that one, Neocon in Chicago. And then the, after that one, I think we have BOMA. Um, and internet, um, um, then there is a, some others, but I can't, I'm drawing a blank right now. So some of these are not necessarily for everybody that's listening. Um, specifically for marketers, um, the Marketing Artificial Intelligence Conference is coming up in Cleveland. I'm going to that one. I'm planning to be there all day. One day, it's two days, but I'm going to be there one day, and I will um, use this strategy that I discussed today. Twitter for notes, and then filing blog posts for a little deeper dive. If you want to go to that one, um, search for Marketing Artificial Intelligence Conference in Cleveland. Use TRAP19 for $100 off. Hope to see you there. Hope these tips were helpful. Next conference, make the best out of it. Get enough sleep after, after, after parties. Uh, are not usually that helpful to to help you learn, but um, certainly help to connect. Hopefully the tips are helpful. Until next time, thanks for listening to another episode of the Business Storytelling Podcast. If you are not listening on AuthenticStorytelling.net, check out my blog um, on that URL. Until next time. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win.